I'm motivational speaker Tony Robbins, and I just want to know: Do you guys think I'm cool? <laughs> Oh, I have twenty dollars that I took from my desk. Well, I can just have it. This yes. insecure Tony Robbins. Yeah, insecure Tony Robbins. We're talking about Josh Rubin again, Sean. Like oh man, I just want. I just want to know. Do you do you guys think that I'm cool? <laughs> okay. My brother and I were just sitting around doing Tony Robbins impressions the other day. It's really fun. Oh, and I also found too. Uh, I've been working on a Stevo. I think it's not bad. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Sean, who you been working on? Any good impressions you you got going? Any new ones to surprise us with? No. <laughs> trying to think. I feel like there is one. <laughs> just looked off into the distance. Impression of Sean. Who doesn't have any impressions? Out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block. Break loose from the chains that are causing you pain. Call Michael and Stanley, Jim Dwight Creed. Call Andy and Kelly for your business paper needs. Or Dundamip, then the people purchase paper people. Dundamip, then the people purchase paper people. Dundamip, then the people purchase paper people. Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host and party captain, Sean Roney. And I'm Edwin Janes, senpai. And with us as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. Well, you should head out. No, 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 you gotta stay. No, 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 I have Vienna sausages and I have napkins. Uh, let me fix your breakfast. I'm not going in there. <laughs> Every week we get together and talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. Uh, this week, drum roll, please. Oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> drum <Thank> roll. <laughs> <laughs> it's the screw the teapot draft. Um, we're doing the screw the teapot draft. Uh, this is, uh, we'll explain this in a second. Uh, after that, we'll, we'll head to our, our conference room for a little ordinary things segment where we compare our own lives, uh, to the office. Uh, before we get into all of that, uh, Alex, do we have any housekeeping to start up, start off with? Two words, Scott's tots. Mm. If you haven't heard about it, you've been under a rock or you just joined either way. Uh, I just want to point out that uh, on patreon.com slash Michael Scott, you will find a community of believers, of explorers, of wanderers, dreamers, thinkers, designers, doers, a little bit of everybody uh, there in the in the tot basket. So so join us uh, at $5 a month membership. That's going to get you some ad-free episodes of this very show. It's going to get you our exclusive monthly mailbag hangout episodes. We're talking... Minimum two hours hanging out, answering every single question we get from the tots. Uh, you become part of our monthly donation to the Thurgood Scott Marshall Foundation. Uh, you also get bonus, tons of other bonus content that's just that's just living on there. Um, and a private Discord channel, which is where the idea for today's draft episode uh, arose from. We interact with that channel. You can just join our Discord, by the way. You don't have to be a Scott's Tots member, although you will unlock exclusive channels if you are said member 
but come hang out with us there. Come hang out with us in the Scott's Tots on Patreon. Five dollars. Uh, again, we've got forty some, you know, past episodes on there. Uh, very casual hangouts. Uh, we had Allison from Lady Justice Brewing last month on. It was wonderful. Yeah, that was shout great. out to Allison. She was and she was delightful. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll start opening up uh, more tots coming on the show. Uh, we also are going to be testing out some 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 new stuff. We're going to be trying out some stuff. So you're going to want to be a part of the focus groups happening there as well. So that's a long housekeeping, Sean. Uh, I apologize. No, and I'm going to no. turn it back over to you now. No apology necessary. I think it's a great segue into today's topic because I think that this idea, the screw the teapot idea, was really born from this community of our of our listeners and from uh, yes from the podcast. But maybe Edwin, could you enlighten us? Can you explain screw the teapot and uh, and what we'll be doing here today? If this is someone's first episode, and yeah. God help you, but but. What what is this? What does this mean? Well, this is we your doing? first episode. Welcome. We're ecstatic to have you joining us for this episode. Um, for this, Scott's Tots is our Patreon community. Um, it is not a chef named Scott who makes potatoes. Um, sometimes out of context, Alex, your description sounded a lot like that. <laughs> Five bucks a month. Get in the tot basket. Uh, <laughs> our guy Scott will just ship you potatoes once yeah. a month. What you do with them is your business. Yeah. It's your potatoes. Um, but... This this idea came from the teapot letter, which Jim uh, famously did not reveal to Pam until the very end of the series. And there was always kind of this uh, this question of what was in the letter that Jim had written for Pam. And over the course of our many, many hours of discussing uh, The Office, there have been moments where we've said to ourselves, screw the teapot letter. I want to know what happened with blank or screw the teapot letter. I want to see this. And right. it kind of became a little... Uh, a little meme within our show, so to speak. And uh, it was suggested to us. Uh, well, we have a, di- a channel in our Discord. Please join our Discord channel. Um, and where people can give ideas for that. And it was suggested to us yeah. that we should draft all of these different ideas, moments, mm-hmm. little things we didn't get to see along the way. Um, and that would make for a fun episode. So that's what we'll be doing today. We'll be doing a Serpentine Fantasy Draft format of these moments, things, little bits and pieces that we wish we could have seen along the way. In fact, Edwin, the our primary image for our Discord server is the picture of of the teapot with a big no sign <laughs> over it. Uh, it has become a it has become iconic to our community of fans uh, of, of this idea of we're good. I don't want to know what that says. Mm-hmm. I want to go deeper into this show. So yeah. it, it represents us. Represents the community. Mm-hmm. Screw the teapot. But also, like, I'd love to know. What the, I'd love to know what the sure. says. But you know, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. If you guys are yeah, metaphor, if they're telling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. Yeah. The real teapot uh, letter was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> yeah. So ba- basically, any 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 minor mystery, uh, you know, uh, screw the teapot letter. What does a bean mean? You know, <laughs> screw the teapot letter. Who is Justice Beaver? Now you're saying picks, but oh, sorry. <laughs> Come on, man. Well, uh, and the other thing too, we, we got to talk. let we... the cookies cool before you pop them in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> We also just just to kind of put a little some parameters on this. We're not really doing like episodes we never saw, which you know, if you listen to last week, we kind of we 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 tossed out some of those ideas. We're kind of not doing that big stuff, or even you know, I, I like if people are probably like, well, Michael and Holly's wedding would be first. It's like we're not really drafting that that uh, kind of a concept. Yeah, yeah, we're drafting things that have been either seen, alluded to, referenced that that then we never actually see or, or get resolved uh, in the in the world of the show. So just 
just go with us. You'll probably be sh- screaming pics at us that we yes. missed, but like, let us know. Like, yeah, we'll, you know, we'll harness be ha- that into something helpful and, and let us know. Send us, <laughs> send us a nice, kindly worded email. Take I'm a sure deep breath and send an email. Yeah, I'm sure there will be a lot of things we miss. I'm sure that uh, there will be. Think, I, I think after these drafts, sometimes people get upset with us that we didn't take very obvious ones or maybe ones that are more major yeah. from the show. I've but had bricks thrown through my windows. These man. are just. That's true, but that was that was Sean. To be fair, <laughs> yeah. And um, I said I was sorry. So yeah. can we? Well, you just wouldn't tell him what a bean it. means. Just tell him yeah. notes that suck it. Yeah, <laughs> suck, suck on, on this. this. Um, I'm here to talk. Yeah, about this is suck a, it. a personal list that we of things that we want to yep. see. So just keep it light. You know, we'll keep it lighthearted, keep it fun. It's not the exhaustive list of things that we never saw from the office. Yes. Um, as always, to shout out to our, uh, our our sister podcast, of which we are an orphan sister that doesn't know about us, all mm-hmm. fantasy everything, who fantasy drafts each and every week uh, of everything from the world of pop culture. So yeah. check, check that it out. out, too. Uh, friends of um, First, we must detor- determine the order of our draft. Uh, uh, Ryan Lloyd, a, fr- a friend of the pod, uh, my wife, uh, creator of our artwork, uh, will typically... Uh, once, in, once in future guest host. Come yes, on. that's right. Yes. Uh, uh, unfortunately, she can't be with us today to pick the order of the draft. Uh, so we'll just do it old school. We're going to do uh, a rock, paper, scissors. Gentlemen. Are we doing one, two, three, shoot? One, two, three, shoot. All right. Ready? Edwin, get your hand in frame, please. Thank you. It's in frame. <laughs> one, two, three, shoot. All scissors. Ready? One, two, three, shoot. Oh, and it goes Edwin. to. Does it go to Edwin? Yeah, yeah, he's odd one out. Because I'm the odd, odd one out. out. We we, uh, we scissored each other, Sean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, That's on Edwin. Patreon though. That's on Patreon. <laughs> Tastefully. That's behind a paywall, folks. Mm-hmm. All right, Edwin. Since you won, what is the order of today's draft? For today's draft, man, this is going to be difficult. This is a weird draft because, like. It feels like there's not really picks that need like are are clear winners. I feel like it's sort of whatever you want to feel like, but there's it does feel like there's a couple ones you got to get. There's a couple know. ones. There's a couple ones I'll be fiending for. Um. Okay. Well, I'll go. I'll go first. Okay. Okay. Um, All right. Sean will go in the middle, and Alex will go third. Very well. Edwin, me, Alex. Very good. Uh, okay, let's let's uh, let's start this thing off. What do you say? What say we do? What say we do, Edwin? You know what? Let's actually get the let's get the real thing for that one. Sorry, let me let me get the drops ready. What say we do? Okay, so with the number one pick in the screw the teapot letter draft, I'm gonna say screw the teapot. Let me see the basketball game where Michael vouched for Dwight in front of Todd Packer. <laughs> <laughs> I vouch for you, Dwight, in front of Todd Packer. <laughs> All right, here's what I'm going to do. The hand strikes and gives a flower. You are not going to play basketball, but I need someone to come in to take over the holiday and weekend work calendar. So that is a moment that I've always wanted to see because we get to see the basketball game, of course, in the warehouse. It's one of the defining episodes from season one. I've always wanted to see what that other pickup game looks like, because if you watch the basketball episode, you would wonder if Michael had ever seen a basketball before. There was some other fabled pickup game where Michael and Dwight and Todd Packer all share the floor. Who are they playing against? Are they other players at their level? 
<laughs> How yeah, high is where? this hoop? Yeah. Is this a rec game in Scranton? Like, mm-hmm. I I can only imagine that the the person who really embarrassed themselves at that game was Michael, mm-hmm. and uh, played horribly the entire time. And then Dwight did one thing wrong, uh, and uh, yeah, and he blamed it all on Dwight. Kind of like in in That's the actual in warehouse basketball. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dwight's not bad, no. right? He's a big body. He's he's not. He's not out of position. He he makes he at least makes a shot. So yeah, I agree with you. I think Michael's probably and like, you know, we've we've played or at least Edwin and I we've played a lot of pickup basketball. And there's mm-hmm. oftentimes you're texting, you got the text thread, and you're like, oh, we need one, you know, and then all your regular replacements all strike out. And then this must have been Michael being like, well, I got this guy from work. He'll come do anything at at my mention at any hour of the day for any reason, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> He must have vouched for him because he he wanted to be the hero who like brought the extra, you know, to give him the mm-hmm. numbers they needed. And it was you have it was to white. imagine that like Michael and and Todd have some sort of version of the same kind of relationship where Todd is the guy who's like reluctantly bringing Michael into his pickup game or whatever. Like yes. you can imagine Todd Packer um, <clears throat> having so like what is the game that Todd Packer is a regular of? Like who is this group of people? <laughs> Todd Packer doesn't strike me as, as having the necessary cardio to play basketball with I any can, regularity. I also like the idea of Todd, Dwight, and Michael rolling up to just some courts and trying yeah. to find a game. That also makes oh, yeah. me that would also make me happy. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> just the three of them. You guys want to play threes? <laughs> Todd would be the worst, yeah. the worst kind of pickup player who like calls you a bitch for when you call a foul on him. Or just mm-hmm. argues every single foul that's called on him, and he calls every single foul against him. Like he's the worst type of pickup player, just talking trash, but he's not good enough to back it up. <laughs> oh my god, I just sounds makes me funny. want to vomit. He's like um the he's um Philip Seymour Hoffman along came Polly. Yeah, there you go. There <laughs> you go. Chucking it. Yeah. Rain man. Rain man. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. after the game, he's you know taking the extra grease off your pizza slice so he can eat it. Just <laughs> ugh, what a disgusting person. But yeah, I mean, we were Alex and I are big basketball fans. This is a standout basketball moment that we never got to see one that I have always wondered of um or wondered about and I wanted to take it because uh it uh, is Celtics were a great team. <laughs> That's correct. They had the big 3 and so did and then we have our office big 3 of Michael Dwight and Todd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so there you have it. Um, Excellent. Thank you for listening. Uh, take care. Stay safe. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Nope. There's more. <laughs> um, very good. First pick the basketball game with Dwight and Todd Packer. Uh, it is now time for my first pick. I will be taking uh, Screw the Teapot Letter. Show me the track list for Michael's rap mix for Daryl. Oh, that's yeah, that was on my list. <laughs> uh, this is one that's come up before, uh, <laughs> and I, I'm I'm picturing um, any song Will Smith ever wrote for a movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Wild Wild West is on. There yeah, Wild sure. Wild West is on there. Uh, it's got a lot of black eyed peas. Ice Ice Baby is definitely on there. Mm-hmm. Do the Humpty Hump. Uh, <laughs> do the Bartman. Yeah. yeah. Do, uh, maybe a Criss Cross song. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> maybe something from Avenue Q on there. That, mus- that <laughs> sure. musical. The, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, if Hamilton was around at the time, it, there would have definitely been some Hamilton Oh, tracks. he would have loved Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> 
Shout out to that scene in Succession with Tom and cousin Greg. <laughs> so this is a safe space, Greg. You don't have to pretend to like Hamilton here. But I like <laughs> Hamilton. Of course you do. We all do. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think this is one, uh, you know, again, it's like um, we were we were so close, you know, we we, we could have we were just a, a moment away from from Michael explaining some more about about what Daryl needs to listen to. So uh, uh, I do feel like this is a good team. Maybe that. Maybe that there's that one Sting remix where there's some rapping in it, you know, the mm. every breath you take song. Like, I feel like it'd be a lot of the covers or like maybe there's one verse in an otherwise regular song. It would be, yeah, tons of that stuff. <laughs> maybe a kid's rap in there. Sure. Well, we know from maybe the kid's bop version of Miss Jackson. That's a that's a favorite of mine. I don't know if you've ever heard that. <laughs> <Perfect>. yeah. <laughs> um, OK. Or, or of Many Men by 50 Cent. Um we know from Daryl that Mike gave him a list of his top 10 Springsteen songs. Three of them were Huey Lewis in the right. news. One right. was Tracy Chapman fast card. His personal favorite was short people. Right. Right. <laughs> I think, I think, I think, you know, this is, is really about like, uh, you know, Michael saying you need to learn more about your culture. He's being racist here. So I, I do think also there would be a lot of white rappers on the, on the mix. <laughs> to, I, yeah. I, I actually, <clears throat> I wonder if there's that many rappers at all. I feel like any, musical artist that's black michael put on there it's like here's an alicia keys song <laughs> right like, right here's a michael jackson song and it's just all it, there's no actual rap on there i can yeah. see that too shot tracy a chapman fast car tracy chapman also yeah, there you there. go pitbull <laughs> yeah, pitbull. Pitbull. Like, you're, you're you're just off michael in every way there it's the worldwide not quite uh shout out to our friend danny <laughs> Who is who still hasn't gone as Pitbull for Halloween, and it's starting to piss me off. <laughs> this is the year. This is the year, Dan. Um, all right. Well, that that's a that's a really nice pick. That's my first pick. I'm glad I got to pick that first. I was worried you guys were going to take it. Um, Alex, it's time for your first and second. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm gonna. This is. <clears throat> This has been a, a often referenced moment on our show, and it's one I'm, I'm taking here with with my top pick, which is uh, screw the teapot. I'd like to see Jim's whole spider in the mid incident. Uh, <laughs> that was on my list. <laughs> oh, damn. That's, there's just that's tough. There's no way this isn't a funny scene. There's no way the physical comedy from from John Krasinski wouldn't be awesome here. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> the way that it's talked about by the other characters uh I, it's, I gotta see it because it seems like no one believes it. Like no one, no one believes Jim. Right. That the reason that he, I'm guessing, missed a catch or did, didn't make a play was because suddenly there was a spider in his mitt. Uh, and I would just like to see that how that how that shaped up and what the fallout was and and how much shit has Jim taken about this over the years. Do you think that it, it, you have to imagine that he like missed a catch in the outfield? And was worrying, freaking out about the spider in the moment. Yeah. And then everybody's like, throw the ball, throw the ball. <laughs> I think maybe, yeah, maybe a ball went to him mm -hmm. or like a grounder or whatever. I don't know what position he was, but like as the ball came into his glove, he saw a massive spider on it and just went mm -hmm. like, ah! and <laughs> dropped the ball and everyone booed. <laughs> Had to be a part of the group. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, 
And there's just, there's, there's, it's few and far between, but the times when Jim is publicly embarrassed, uh, I feel like Jim better than almost any other character kind of turtles up the most and just is very just like, like he doesn't know what to do. Uh, We senior, we see it with, you know, senior Lodenstein. Ah. We, we, we see it when he's when he's co-manager several times, um, just parroting Michael. So I yeah, I also like I feel like the incident itself couldn't have been that long. It's not like they're like there's this leads to some big like argument over a point or something like that. I imagine it just like it happened. Point. They lost. <laughs> <laughs> Touchdown. Uh, goal. Run. <laughs> uh basket something like that um but uh, but yeah i do like i i i want to see the fallout from it just as much yeah. like where they all go to poor richards and like someone you know phil sp- it, spills Jim. a beer in his lap or something like that and it's like oops <laughs> you know there was a spider on my glass yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> right something like that um like oscar and them making fun of him like they did with michael in the koi pond oh no yeah there's a spider oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Jim! Look out behind you. Ah, <laughs> uh, good stuff. Uh that's going to be my first pick. Uh, second pick off the board is another one that's just I it it be, I thought it might be gone by now. Um, I've brought this up a ton. It's been brought up in our Screw the Teapot Discord channel. It comes up a lot on the show. Mm-hmm. You know, Robert California, he's my guy, and I've got to take uh, Screw the Teapot. I I need to hear the voicemail that he left ah, Nelly. Robert California's voicemail. I had it on my list. That he left Nelly. I mean, does she say how long it is? Like, mm, I don't know. I don't. I think there's no chance this voicemail is under 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's... I think this is... I think it's... it's, it's this is a cocaine up, liquored up, Robert California and God, I mean, we never really see the time we do see him a little bit out of control, like late in pool party. Um, he's he's basically ordering Ryan and Gabe to dance in front of him. Um, yeah, party if you don't do something that scares you. <laughs> he's he's yeah. pushing boundaries. So I just that voicemail must have just been unbelievable because uh, we see him. He's he has recused himself around <laughs> Nelly out of the sexual tension that's starting to build up inside of him. So <laughs> I just, there's no way it's appropriate. It's probably horrendous. Right. Uh, but boy, oh boy, would I love a transcript of that thing. It, it couldn't possibly be a- appropriate enough to play on the show. And and even if it was, it would just kind of leave you like, ugh. <laughs> like, yeah. Is, is, is all I can imagine. I think he's he's walking around his house. He's pay, he's doing a lot of stuff around the house while he while he leaves it. Um, and some, something there's just something very funny about Robert California talking to into a phone where no one's on the other line, and he's just going off off the dome. There's something funny about that. To me, so uh, I'm <laughs> as if he's just like uh, like musing into a voice recorder for like a novel he's writing or yeah. something. <laughs> how many how many roads does he go down in that voicemail? Right. I mean, it must be a, a bunch. And we've seen him do we've seen him, you know, obviously hold a room and monologue and in be it in, in spooked or or in pool party or the list. But uh to to do that uh after a full case of Colombian whites <laughs> and uh Australian reds would be would be really something to see. So um 
or something to hear, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, sue me. I'm an audio guy. Pa- uh, give me the audio. <laughs> want to hear it. <laughs> Need it. Need that footage. Uh, very good. Uh, Robert California's disgusting voicemail to Nellie Bertram. Uh, okay, it's time for my second pick. And I am going to go with screw the teapot letter. Tell me why Creed needs three chairs. Yeah, that's uh, a classic. Yeah, that's a good classic. Yeah. classic. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, I think this, uh, you know, I, Creed is very mysterious in general. I wouldn't be surprised if there's another Creed or two on uh, on this episode. Um, and uh, I think there's been theories that it's related to his uh, hunt for the Loch Ness Monster, uh, among other things that he does. Um and uh, and and when when thinking about this one in particular, I, I kind of start to think like I came up with a theory today, and maybe this is something we've discussed before. But like, here's here's a new fan theory that that Creed is you know the oldest person in the office, and he's probably the older than everybody on the documentary crew, and he's just he's just messing like Grandpa's messing with me, like it's just he's just coming up with ways to mess with everybody. And, and this is another one that he just wants to confuse people with, but I don't know. It's, it's, it has me, (laughs) has me titillated. I want to (laughs) know. Has you on the edge of one of your three seats. I mean, we know that he lives by the quarry and he likes to throw things down there, or at least he says he does. And Mm -hmm. I could imagine needing the chairs for some kind of device he's building Mm -hmm. either, a catapult gotta, to throw from or a target to throw at, perhaps? We got to be careful because some of these things about Creed, these unsolved mysteries, could be could be things. You know what I'm saying? Like That's true. Why does Creed need... What does it look like when Creed goes to the quarry and throw things down there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. He's a I, man I, of mystery. I could also, too, like, I imagine Creed, you know, that, like he's homeless or he doesn't have a lot of money, even though he's doing all these crimes. Like I imagine there's a lot of bartering in his life. Oh yeah. So, so he gets the three chairs he can trade. He can give that to Lenny at the quarry because their chairs are awful. And then they'll let him ride in the dump truck or I don't know, you know, maybe they're (laughs) let him ride. Maybe they're, uh, maybe he's opening up a back alley barbershop. He needs three chairs, you know, him and his buddy. I mean, we know from Crime Aid that he is selling vintage HP. He'll sell office supplies to the vintage HP computer collectors. Yeah. Um, uh, or, no, sorry, that's the thief. But we know that Creed will sell off office supplies, let's say. Yes. So maybe he needs to sell three chairs as a package. I could also see him trying to do some kind of thing where he fakes his own death or disappears without a trace. And has some sort of scheme where he's building some sort of set, a replacement, or who knows what. Maybe he's been tunneling under his desk all these years. Who knows? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should have uh, talked to Papelbaum Drilling if he's doing that. That's true. Uh, yeah, so why does Creed need three chairs? That's my second pick. Edwin, it's time for your second and third picks. Okay. So with my... All right, with my second pick, we're going to keep it in the world of Creed. I need to know why Creed needs the scuba. Mm. If he can't scuba, then what's all this been about? What am I working <laughs> toward? So that's an unsolved mystery, I think, within The Office, and one that they just never revisit. I, I, I love 
I love that little nugget with Creed. Uh, it continues the mystery, building off the chair pick. Um, yeah. I do. Yeah. I feel like that ties in very nicely with his hunt for the Loch Ness monster. Yeah, yeah. Or just treasure or... of any kind. Mm-hmm. Sure. He, you know, some guys get into metal detectors. I think he's just getting into scuba, and he's like, "Let me tell you, man. If you can, if you could drag the bottom of Lake Wanapompak, you'd find all the gold in Pennsylvania or something." <laughs> I think he's 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 out there looking. Mm-hmm. You'd find Ben Franklin's gold. Find... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, or the change from that guy's pocket on booze cruise who jumped yeah. off the boat. <laughs> um, or like, I, I also love the idea that Creed had to have the conversation with Pam. Um, or no, the, the sorry, sorry, I'm, I'm conflating the chair models things. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Okay, here it is. Uh, did one of you tell Stanley I have asthma? Because if I don't and it gets out, they won't let me scuba. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's other reference. Just yeah. such a random, such a random sort of gossip. It's from gossip uh-huh. in season six. So. Who is they? Yeah, um, <laughs> Michael, presumably. <laughs> um, but yeah, you just always want to know what is the mystery that is Creed. I mean, we know that Creed is an exaggerated version of uh, Creed the person mm-hmm. um, who's lived a long and crazy life. Um, and he's spinning and reeling with love and with mystery. And nice. yeah, we just want to know what he's been scuba diving for. Sometimes the, sometimes his motivations aren't that sinister. Like when he wants to do a cartwheel, just one cartwheel. <laughs> um, so what maybe he's he a world-class diver. And, um, mm-hmm. I mean, right after the show ended was the Thai cave incident, uh, where the whole boy soccer team was trapped in that cave. Maybe Creed was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe that's what it was all about for him. Rescuing, rescuing yeah. those boys. It By the way, be- if you have not seen that uh, documentary, it's unbelievable. Oh yeah, I didn't even know like how they did it. I'd never. Re- I just it's wild when they go into how they actually pulled that rescue off. It's nuts. Wow, very cool. I feel like I mean, cre- yeah, it could have to do with you know we know Creed is is trafficking drugs, and maybe this is a you know related to smuggling in some way. Scuba oh, diving. I like that. Maybe he's running drugs between Canada and Mexico through through mm-hmm. the Great Lakes. Underwater channels. Yeah. Perhaps. Okay. <laughs> if he's going from Canada to Mexico, that seems like a strange place to need scuba No, can- Canada to US. <laughs> through the Great Lakes. Canada to US. Oh, sorry. Yeah. He's go he's crossing into the Canadian border. Yeah, he's <laughs> he Mexico to Canada. I was like, that's a long way to scuba Via the Great Lakes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Our, and the Mississippi River. Yeah. Our mighty water channel to the US. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who knows? But there you go. There you there you have it. That's uh last pick of round two. And now mm-hmm. I think it's time for our regularly scheduled break. Let's take a short break. Let's we'll be right say back. we do. Hey guys, you all know how seriously I take my Toast Talk segment for the podcast. I'm constantly experimenting, looking for new combinations of pickled beets and anchovies. Uh, Will I ever do a mayonnaise and black olive toast? No, that's disgusting. Uh, But sometimes I'm just too busy for all these experiments and I have to eat something. So that's why I'm super stoked about Factor. With the busy fall season already in swing, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, 
dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Too busy this fall to cook, but want to make sure you're eating well? With Factor, skip the extra trip to the grocery store and the chopping, the prepping, the cleaning, while still getting the flavor and nutritional quality you need. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy, then get back to crushing your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash scott50 and use code scott50 to get 50% off. That's code scott50 at factormeals.com slash scott50 to get 50% off. Peace. Welcome back to our... Uh... Here, well, I'll let Edwin take a sip of water. No, no, keep going. Don't let him. Don't let him. Don't let Edwin stop. <sighs> mm. Welcome back to our Screw the Teapot draft. It is time for the first pick of round three to Edwin James. Teddy McFredwin. Of round three. I would like to see the making of Lazy Scranton. Ooh. Oh. So I would like to see all of the camera production work that had to go in Michael and Dwight going around town, filming a movie, setting up the camera. Presumably they didn't have any other friends to help them. Um, so yeah. I can only imagine how ridiculous that shoot was. Um, traveling through Scranton and uh, getting everything set up. I I imagine that they got dinner afterwards, maybe went to go see a movie. Like I imagine it's kind of a best friend's day between Michael and Dwight, where Michael is yelling at Dwight all the time. Um, and Dwight has maybe never seen this video. <laughs> and then, yeah, I, I'm sorry if this is too much of a thing, but like all I can think about, like Lazy Scranton to me is just like one of the unsung heroes of the whole show. And like, if you imagine them making, I imagine like Michael having to show Dwight the video, Dwight finding it absolutely hilarious, and then he's like, "We have to do this." <laughs> yeah, Michael. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like the somebody is holding this camera. They they do some walking and t- and and wrapping. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm there's a little a artist. Go in the compact spots. There's a third yeah. party there, and Nate uh, is not here yet. So it's not Nate right. is not here. It it could be it could be Moe's. It could Whoa. be uh, it could be Ryan. I don't right? think he's Moe's, kind of, I don't think Moe's, I think he's again. I don't think he knows how to. Touch yeah, the there's there's some good. <laughs> yeah, camera he doesn't know how to use here. a phone. I I would imagine it's it's Ryan, and uh, you know, Michael oh, has agreed call. somehow to pay him like a Saturday sixth day rate. Uh, to do this. He tells me he has to come in for a special project and to not yeah. schedule anything for the day. Particular <laughs> shot I'd like to see the behind the scenes too is when they're moving around the parking lot when they're standing still in a whole bunch of different <laughs> yeah. places. Just like to see that play out over Just, an hour. Yeah. <laughs> like they did it wrong and you can see them stepping. <laughs> is this how we do Michael it? Yes, yeah, freeze. Like, we like uh, Dwight, you can't move. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, I wonder too. Like, did they make? I guess. I guess uh, there has to be a deleted scene, like an extended cut. Yeah, the Anthracite Museum, Caginos. I mean, I guess they just show the bread, right? They don't actually go. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I want to. Well, that's another pick, but I'll I'll save that. Yeah, I wonder if they actually made this for this uh, this merger, or maybe they just made it for fun one day and finally got a chance to use it. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone's picking some of the other stuff from that merger, from that scene, but. 
We'll leave it at we'll if leave so it at that. Then. Yeah. Um okay, it's uh time for my third pick. Um I'm going to say I'm going to say screw the teapot letter. Okay. Uh I want to hear Andy's Secretary Day song for Aaron. Oh, that's really <laughs> Secretary good. of Love. That's a great that's a really good one. Yeah. Uh, all we get is a one, two, three, four. <laughs> and then, and, and then that's the when the cake cake hits. throw that has ever happened. <laughs> uh, so again, you know, we're just, we were almost there. Um, that's good. A one, two, a one, two, three. <laughs> uh yeah i think uh i i i trust that andy actually probably wrote a pretty good song maybe mm-hmm. maybe pretty clever would love to hear some cute yeah. little jokes about aaron um yeah. and i'm sure it had a very catchy chorus line as well um so i'm just uh don't just, know uh, super care <laughs> <laughs> just pretty bummed that uh, that we didn't get to hear that one Darn! <laughs> That's a really good one because it's like it's a, uh, it's like it's nice to hear Andy sing in the proper context. In the right con, well, it's like <laughs> yeah. bite size. It's a it's a little thing that you could yeah. hear the beginning and end of, and like it could, yeah. Yep. Uh, Arrested Development did something song. similar here uh, when they brought back the show for the first time, which is uh, over the course of Arrested Development, you see every character's chicken dance. Oh yeah, except for except for George Michaels. Mm-hmm. And it was sort of like when they released a new season, it was like, oh, we're finally going to get to see George Michael's chicken dance. And there's a scene in George Michael's dorm room where he starts <laughs> to line it up and he like puts his body in this position and he's about to start doing it. And, and his dad walks in the door and you're just like, no, it was right there. <laughs> it looks so weird. Uh, and that that's the feeling I get there when that Andy song is cut off. <laughs> I love it. Uh uh, all right, uh, Alex, how about your third? And fourth, as it is. And fourth, as it is. Um, I'm I'm going to stick with the uh, stick with stick with the tapes here. I'm going to I'd like to see Michael's entire audition tape for the Loose Group Playhouse. <laughs> oh. I want to see the full uncut episode of law and order that michael does a one-man version of because we get a, we get a few we get a fair amount of it and it i mean an episode is at least 20 some minutes long so um, dun, 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 dun. he does the theme song he does it all and i don't want I'm not this john <laughs> he's like doing this chewing gum and like the gum. twirling yeah a, i don't know, yeah, know this john yeah I, if you know what i mean yeah um <laughs> And Thank like, you. No, I have still more to go. <laughs> I'm like a quarter Look, of the way through. And I don't know. Looks, looks like a case of autoerotic asphyxiation. We're asphyxiation. all tightening our belts in this economy. <laughs> That's what I feel like. And I don't want to see. I don't want to see the documentary cruise version. I want to see the stationary tripod camera next to the director. I just want to see the full uncut 25 minutes. <laughs> Um, whenever, whenever they cut him off, but <laughs> wasn't he reading for sweet? Like he wanted to be Sweeney Todd, Michael Scott reading yeah. for Sweeney Todd. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. There's he, no song that, <laughs> that eventually goes to his. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't show singing except the mm-hmm. except the theme song, which I guess he thought maybe that that would do it. But uh, I mean, from this is like we actually see a bit of this, and I was like, I, I, I need more. Uh, give me anything. 
Steve Carell improvising for that long is going to be amazing. I, I feel like him too, like th- like thinking that this is a good idea, he'd be like, sure, I could just go in and do a song from Sweeney Todd. But why would you want an actor <laughs> who can just do Sweeney Todd when you could have an actor who could do anything? That's why I will be performing as every character from an episode of the best show on television, Law and Order. <laughs> Very well done. I that's probably how it went, and uh, that was his thought process. They're like, "Thank you." We, <laughs> Let me start. Know. Yeah, and we don't know for sure if Michael, if that was in fact for Sweeney Todd. I guess uh, does he say it? That's what it's for, right? Sometimes those like. Um, like a community theater, you'll just audition once for the yeah, whole season, I mean. and then they'll. And like, there's been enough time for everyone in that community to hear about it, being like, "Oh my God, you're the guy who, you're the guy who did the entire Law and Order sketch yeah. for the audition." <laughs> the uh... Sonny Thomas Weems too. I let me say, Michael, if you bring that same focus, and yeah, passion, the like, there will be a role for you at some point. Like he's, <laughs> I, yeah, he can't I like deny. that guy. What a great, yeah. what a nice guy. Shelby Thomas Weems. I love that. Like. Yeah, well, he just has the uh, he he knows that he needs people like Michael to just fill out his 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 casts and stuff, and you know, yes. I, I I would love to see. I I can't imagine you'll pick this. Whatever anyone will pick this, whatever role Shelby Thomas Weems had in mind for Michael Scott for Michael, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and like that guy Shelby Thomas Weems has probably directed enough plays for his whole life. I imagine he, maybe he used to be a high school theater teacher or something, but he has. He has cut people from enough shows to and and probably had people just absolutely lose their shit that like when he talks to Michael in that moment, the way he looks Michael in the eye and is like, Michael, like he's <laughs> he's he's so clearly knows that Michael needs to be seen. He just needs to be seen and acknowledged for how mm-hmm. hard he tried. And like he's so <laughs> diplomatic at that moment of just like Michael, I know you need this. I know you need me to look at you and say this. And I just love it. I just love everything about it. Have you guys seen the SNL sketch where Will Ferrell is the high school theater teacher? Yes. When he posts <laughs> when he posts the cast list. No. Dude. Yeah. Sean. So funny. Oh my it god. Is, you got yeah, you gotta watch it. Yeah. I mean, you and I did a lot of high school theater, man, and that was so accurate of waiting for the director to just come out of their office. And post a piece of paper on a bulletin board, mm-hmm. and yeah. how many lives were hanging on the balance in that moment? Oh my god! I don't oh want god. to like. There's a moment that I'm thinking of that I really want to talk about, but I won't no, because we... I want Sean to watch, listen, watch it. I want all of you listening to watch it. I it's promise. so good. I'll watch yeah. it. I'll watch it. I'll do my homework. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's from. It's like Will Ferrell was hosting a couple. Like, it's pretty a recent. Couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Relatively mm-hmm. recent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very very good. Yeah. Very good, Alex. Uh, how about a fourth? You want to give a us fourth? a fourth? Um, I okay. Screw the teapot letter. I'd like to know how Andy uh got back to the bus uh after beach <laughs> games while he's floating in the lake after uh, the light turns off. <laughs> the other the light pivots away from him and yeah, he's left floating there. We can assume the documentary crew was like, "All right, we've got enough of this. Let's go get him." Uh, but we never see that. And, and in fact, that sh- that episode ends with them on the. I'm assuming on the bus ride back, all singing the Flintstones theme song together, and then it's daytime. So did they stay the night out at the beach? No. No, right? So they must have gone back that night. Anyway, I'm just 
this is a mystery of how, what happened with Andy that night. I'd like to I'd like to know what happened that that evening because yeah. I yeah they, there's no way they stayed the night. Um, how did he get back? I like to imagine the documentary crew crew throwing out a series of ropes and hauling him back to shore. Pull. <laughs> And you know what? What it might have done it was not that Michael noticed Andy was missing. He noticed that his sumo, one of his sumo suits, was missing. <laughs> well, he says Andy. Andy is never here today. Where, where the hell where is, is Andy? He? Yeah. But packing up, Michael would be like, "Oh, one of my sumo suits is gone." Oh, Who no. had it last? Andy. Andy, Andy was oh. wearing it last before, you know. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. That's just a cl- classic office mystery. Very good, very good. Here's another one that is not a pick, but it's like, screw this teapot letter. Why did he have to get that tiny little piece of paper wet? <laughs> <laughs> what was he? Couldn't have got a little bit of help on that. What did he a wet rag for? And he had to yeah. dip it in the lake. He couldn't like pour a little bit of yeah. a bottle of water on it or something. I don't know. That shuffle is like my fa- one of my favorite physical comedy things. Just like the downward shuffle on the rock. <laughs> so good. It was one time that I went uh, fishing with... Uh, with uh, Chris and Colin and like I had a moment just like that where I I cast it out it got stuck on something and I kind of like tried to like move like to the right of the bank like to kind of like get it un you know tethered and like totally just like ended up it was like all of a sudden just like slippery and muddy and I was just like sliding into the lake (laughs) and like grabbing bushes and pulling myself off it's like i finally got out and i was just and like they were just staring at me like that was close <laughs> I was like, uh, um how much did you guys catch that day nothing <laughs> never catch a thing uh okay very good uh how did danny get out of the lake great fourth pick um my turn my my turn um I will take uh <laughs> very good. I uh <laughs> Whoa babe. babe just like you were like whoa no, really <laughs> Okay, I think my turn. Edwin has brought up Before the I note. I lived here, the glass was covered in smudges. Uh- <laughs> that is true. I have brought up that before um, before Jan lived there, the glass was always covered in smudges. Edwin has mentioned before. Sometimes you are when the we devil. do you these, are. sorry. <laughs> sometimes when we do these drafts, uh, we try to pick you know interesting things, and we don't pick the more obvious things. So I'm gonna. You are I'm so right. You are so right. <laughs> take one for the team here, and I'm gonna pick an obvious one. I'm gonna pick one that I think you would see right below the teapot letter in some BuzzFeed list of the things that we wish we knew from the office. Uh, I'll take, uh, what does Michael say? Uh, Screw the teapot letter. What does Michael say to Pam in the airport? Oh, Oh, yes. Very good. Um, That that should not have gone undrafted. Mm -hmm. uh, It's another unscripted moment, I believe. Uh, I think it's they didn't give him something to say uh, to her, but you can kind of tell... uh, or, or perhaps it's just acting anyways, but you can, you get the sense that he says something very, very sweet to her that actually makes Jenna Fisher uh, a little emotional. And, um, I'm, uh, I'm sure that, uh, we, we all would be a little emotional if we got to hear it, but, uh, but yeah, I, I think that that's a more heartfelt moment that I would like to have seen. Nice to get that's a really heartfelt, good. nice yeah. to get a heartfelt one in here. Got to. Uh, as you know, as the teapot letter, I'm sure was extremely heartfelt. 
This is, Extremely this is probably the most uh, uh, spiritually the most appropriate pick so far. I don't, and we didn't really mention this either. I guess like it's worth mentioning again if you've never listened to the show or or any anything else about the office that it's like what's in the tea the, the teapot letter is John Krasinski writing a letter to Jenna Fisher, and we know that from I think she revealed that on Office Ladies. So. So there never was like a scripted thing that Jim is writing, is saying to Pam, but it was kind of this like very special letter between these two friends after nine seasons of, uh, of working together. Um, that's and I think that's, that's what she's also mentioned about. We don't know exactly what Steve Carell said to her, but right. Jenna Fisher has mentioned that in that moment, Steve Carell heartfully talked about how much she enjoyed working with Jenna over the years. Um, a conversation he could have as Michael Scott even and say the exact same things. Cause mm-hmm. like they did all, they really did work together for seven years. So mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Um, that was, I'm sure all genuine, but uh, yeah. I always yeah. love the blooper. It's not, it's not really a blooper. It's just an act. It's after they filmed that scene, they just mm-hmm. are um, <clears throat> there's a, it's in the blooper reel, but they're, Jenna Fisher just on camera at the airport, and she turns to the camera and goes, "He's staying." <laughs> yeah, I see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that moment too. Uh, we still have not done a, the Goodbye Michael episode. I'm sure maybe at some point when the mm-hmm. show ends, we will. But uh, that moment is so. If you if you ended the show at the end of that episode, and we're like, "All right, the office is over." Uh, it's such a nice, as opposed to season how season nine breaks the fourth wall with the documentary crew. It's such a nice little nod to like the documentary being made because of the mic pack that he turns off and he mm-hmm. has to like, like, it's just, you've never even thought about that in seven years. And it's just this nice little sign off that like, mm-hmm. I just thought that was really elegantly done to remind you of why you're here in the first place, which is this mm-hmm. documentary of Michael <laughs> unilaterally gave access <laughs> to everyone for, it's just mm-hmm. a nice period on it. Well, mm-hmm. the only, the only other time they mentioned the Mike packs, at least for Michael, and before season nine, before this mm-hmm. moment, or I, I don't know, maybe there are others, but all the way up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, all the way down. We're all the way down. Sorry. Yeah. No yeah. one can hear us no now. Hear, yeah. No one can hear us now. <laughs> don't be afraid of your night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to be in your shoes, but no, that's so. It's like Michael turning it all the way up. Hello, my name is Dwight Schrute. <laughs> I'd like to hear the rest of that that tape. Hello, my name is Dwight Schrute. If you are listening to this, you're a lucky woman Michael has seduced. Ah, to be in your shoes. What's next, you're probably wondering. Don't be scared of your night in heaven. <laughs> that would be a good pick for this draft, that, that whole tape. <laughs> Don't be scared of your night in heaven. Ugh. <laughs> hi i'm dwight trude like, who are you who are you yeah you couldn't have read it any creepier it's like it's like a soundtrack for a haunted house great <laughs> yeah, okay great. edwin it's time for your fourth and final picks okay so for number four um i'm going to take the history of recyclops all the other Recyclops yeah. things, kind of what happened between Recyclops and Polluticorn. I just want to see the whole saga play out. This is one that was mentioned on the Discord channel, so I should mention that yeah. as well or shout that out. That, yeah. But it was such a good one, I had to take it because we just, 
the history of Recyclops could have been such a fun thing for us to see. Mm-hmm. Maybe an episode, maybe a little bits and pieces, but like we just get little nods and I just wanted to know what happened and what turned Recyclops into the cold robot beast that he is today. <laughs> why? Why? How did Stanley get invested enough to know the names yeah. of what's going on here? I thought Pluticorn killed you. <laughs> Pluticorn wishes. Like yeah. that, that implies at some point there was a scene acted out or displayed in which mm-hmm. that happened. And Stanley obviously remembers that because it's very different from his day to day. I do imagine Dwight acting out a whole like he's suffocating. He's like, Pelutacorn wins. I'll never save the planet I love. <laughs> it's good. It's funny, like when I think of That's Recyclops, good. it's it's really easy to think of the death and destruction wrought by him in his final form. But like, <laughs> I love the I love the early version of Recyclops who says like, an old milk carton can be turned into a planter. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, just a hippie with like smallest, a green yeah. hang- bandana. Like we've talked about this. Like probably, I think the best the best low-key group Halloween costume you could do is get a group of every stage of Recyclops. Oh, oh my god. That's good. It'd be so niche, but like, man, oh man. To the right, ready to explain every every five minutes. We have we have all six versions of Recyclops back to back. Like, yeah, wow. Time out them getting to the party. (laughs) (laughs) I will. (laughs) (laughs) Death, death. I will say that like I follow a bunch of Simpsons meme accounts on Instagram, and I love them. They kind of no no way. Yeah, believe it or not. <laughs> and uh, they always do a good job of reposting like super obscure Simpsons Halloween costumes, like uh, the inanimate That's carbon good. rod from when uh, Deep Space Homer. So like there, there is a lane for the niche office uh, office costumes. And we haven't talked about this at all, but costume contest. Ah, we want to see your office Halloween costume. Yes, oh, that's right. Yeah, it is the season. Tis you got the season. You yeah. got two weeks. About two weeks from when this episode, oh a little less than that, maybe when this episode airs. Uh, mm-hmm. As always, we are. We would like to see them. Uh, if you're a Scots yeah. tot, um, we'll, we'll figure out how to do this. But I would, I would imagine too, we could give a. If you're not a Scots tot, maybe we gift a membership, a little Patreon membership for. Uh, Whoa. For best uh, best costume, so mm-hmm. uh, you yeah, you can email those to mspodcastcompany at gmail Put costume contest in the subject line, mm-hmm. and um, let us know if we can share it on on socials or anything like that. Sure, Just, sure. Yeah, we've had um, some wonderful entries in the past. We've had we've had babies dressed up as Dwight. We've had mm-hmm. uh, we've had Michael with a grilled foot. Mm-hmm. We've uh, all, mm-hmm. we've had so many so much good stuff. We had a Mose mm-hmm. and Dwight, I think, one year. Mm. Costume contest, costume contest, costume contest at lunch. <laughs> Indeed. Okay, Edwin, start off our final round for us. What you got? Okay, uh, final round. Okay, another heartfelt one. Oh. So sc- screw the teapot letter. I want to see the office staff trying Kevin's famous chili. Oh. At least once a year, he likes to bring it in. So yeah. we as viewers only get to this see. This annual, you're right. He says at least once a year, I like to bring in some of my Kevin's famous chili. I just want to see them oh, enjoying great. and tasting the chili. Like, like I'm sure like... they look forward to like, oh, it's chili day. Nice, yeah. Kev. He gets a bunch <laughs> of high fives. And, yeah. you know, even Angela is like, yeah. Kevin, you do a lot of things very mm-hmm. wrong. But one thing yeah. you do right mm-hmm. is you make a good bowl of chili. Thanks, you got Angela. It. Yeah. You got it, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> 
like yeah, maybe he. Yeah, he has an extra like Ziploc that he brings for Phyllis and Stanley on secret mm-hmm. to take home. A little yeah. extra for you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think that is one that I would like to see. Speaking of heartfelt moments, like I, I just thought, like, yeah, you kind of get it. Like, so many of the moments that we see that are so insane kind of have a normal flip side that we don't see. Mm-hmm. And this is just one that that came to mind as something that I just it would be so cathartic to just watch them sitting around in the kitchen at lunchtime in the conference room, maybe, and just like enjoying this chili that Kevin brings in. <sighs> I love Kevin. That. You're such a gourmand. <laughs> that is a really that makes me feel good. That's that a good does one. make me feel good. That's very sweet. I like that. I should have picked some heartfelt ones. Nah, Palutacorn wishes. I didn't. <laughs> I want and shout out to Palutacorn on our Discord. That someone's username, yeah. and every time I see their post, I want to <laughs> reply, Plutocorn wishes. <laughs> I would like you <laughs> uh, Very good. Um, it is time for my last pick, uh, and I will be saying, screw the teapot letter. Show me Michael's mother. Oh, Wow. <laughs> We yeah, we hear get teased with this so much. We have a lot of stories about Michael and his mom and his stepdad, and we get to hear her voice on the on the. Uh, no, you're the not. Speakerphone. No, you're not. <laughs> uh, are you really getting married? No. <laughs> Hangs up. Uh, yeah, I just uh, even a photograph. I would, I would, I don't need much. I just want. Uh, it's not much money. I just want to know who she is. We even get to meet Michael's nana. Um, I know, and this is like true. That's what like her, his mom, probably had Michael very young because like it's not he, a big Michael's age. like what late forties, right? And maybe his nana was mid to late forties, and like nana's not that old, like right. She's not. She doesn't even look like she's in like well into her eighties yet, sure. and I feel like probably a young couple. Yeah, young younger mom. Hey, yeah. so in last week's episode, we talked about how we never saw Jeff and how mm-hmm. who would we want to play Jeff. So off the off the cuff, who would you like to see play Michael's mom? Hmm. God, Kathy Bates would have been so perfect. Except I know. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I would. It's funny because I would have also said uh, Joan Cusack, but also <laughs> already Aaron's mom. That's right, Joan Cusack. Um, darn. <laughs> darn. I feel um, How about on, a Diane Lane? That's good. Who is Diane Lane? Who is? Did you say who is Diane Lane? Excuse Looking me. Her up. Oh yeah. Okay. Under the Tuscan Sun. Anyone? <laughs> Never seen that. Actually. Jerry Valance. Um. Sally Field? I was who I was thinking. I was going to yeah? say Sally Field, yeah. She's just so iconically uh, Forrest Gump's mom, but mm-hmm. could still work. Um, Julie Hagerty is so often cast as a mother. Uh, and it's and she's got this perfect, like, she's got a very high voice and is, like, really, like, a sweet mother. Uh, the oh, kind of mom. Yeah, I see. No, that you could imagine <laughs> babying, really babying her son and not being able to tell him no or yeah. being easily manipulated. Um, from I mean, airplane. she's. Yes, yes, yes yeah. just from airplane. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. But she's but she she's got on to play like a certain type of mother many, many times. Uh, yeah. I uh, I worked on a movie called Somebody I Used to Know that that she 
pretty much played that same character. Um, uh, I think up, would... Sean, I saw the trailer for uh... fabulous. Saw the, oh, saw the, yeah. The trailer drop for the movie you were in Charlotte for. Yes, I guess I can say now. It's a documentary like... about LaMelo Ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go check out. Uh, it's not out yet, but uh, the movie's not out yet. But the trailer just dropped for uh, Please Don't Destroy the Treasure of Foggy Mountain, uh, which will be uh, streaming on Peacock. I think that is the movie I was working on last year out in Charlotte. So uh, I'm guessing most I of our listeners it. have Peacock. So this is just a match made in that's, heaven. That's mm-hmm. probably true. Um. Yeah. So check out the trailer. Get psyched. Uh, How about that picture? <laughs> Crystal clear. <laughs> okay, Alex. Finish Wrap us off. up with a non-heartfelt pick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got Something it. Really cold. Uh, <laughs> I have a lot of uh, honorable mentions that are gross, Me but too. Uh, I think I this one I'm gonna go. With, I'd like to see the. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Set it up. Oh, screw the teapot letter. I'd like to see the CCTV, foot, CCTV footage of Dwight's first attempt to buy the pewter wizard at the mall. <laughs> <laughs> Security camera in that store. Dwight comes in, overalls covered in beet juice. I just. I, beet juice. I want to see the interaction, the fight. I want him incensed at what's happening to him i just think it would be very funny to see from that angle uh much like we kind of see in the koi pond but like i want to see i thought you were gonna say koi pond yeah no because i because what we get teased for for the pewter wizard and white is just it's just perfect because we do get that picture of like (laughs) like what he's wearing and like (laughs) he looks like he just murdered someone uh I, I just like to see the whole interaction there. <laughs> I like too he, that we they told say be welcomed back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like too that they. Yeah, it's like even though they think he might be covered in blood, they're like, we told him he'd be welcome back if he just followed the dress code. <laughs> <laughs> and like, so that's what I mean. Where I feel like the actual like the the, the associates at the store would actually be pretty calm and level headed. It seems like they were in twice the one freaking out. I just it'd mm-hmm. be very funny, uh, especially in that outfit. For some reason, I feel like he's not wearing shoes either. I, he just looks totally unhinged. Totally. I, well, and like you hear the way that he describes it. You guys know me. You know that I'm not one for fancy things. But there was this one thing. It was in a fancy store. And it caught the corner of my eye when I took Moe's down to the mall to get his blood pressure at the right age. And I thought, you know, maybe I deserve this. You know, I had a great crop yield this fall. <laughs> so... <laughs> and they started taking pictures of me on their mobile phones. I, so I guess I'm, I'm not the kind of person good enough for precious heirlooms. <laughs> I'm glad you read that whole thing because that was the other like a lot of people are taking pictures of what's going on in the mall. And I got to think in the background of the CCTV is Moe's in the blood pressure machine like stuck. Like he's trying, yeah. just Moe's trying to get out of the blood pressure cuff or something. Or just screaming because it's squeezing him. <laughs> Mose, we have to do this. <laughs> yeah, because Mose thinks he's being abandoned uh, when they escort Dwight out. Yeah, he just, yeah, just starts screaming. Yeah, uh, wait, we do get it. Yeah, just like when <laughs> Dwight calls Mose and is like, you'll never guess where I am. Ah! <laughs> uh, so, I'd, yeah, give me, give me that. There All you that. Go. I need that footage. I need it. Very good. And that concludes our draft. To to recap, Edwin, you went first. You picked the basketball game with Dwight and Todd Packer. Uh, 
You picked uh, Why Does Creed Need to Scuba? The Making of Lazy Scranton Behind the <laughs> Scenes. Uh, what is the history of the Recyclops? And uh, you wanted to see the office staff eating Kevin's famous chili. Uh, I went next. I said I'd love to see. You said Michael's- screw the teapot letter. I said screw I want the see. teapot letter. Yeah, let me let me. I should be doing this right. Sorry. Screw the teapot letter. I want rap Michael's rap mix. <laughs> I want why does Creed need three chairs? I want to hear Secretary of Love. <laughs> Uh, I want to know what does Michael say to Pam in the airport? And I want to see Michael's mom. <laughs> <laughs> Show me that mom. Show me that mom. Uh, that Alex, Alex, you went last and you said, screw the teapot letter. I'd like to see Jim's whole spider in the mitt incident. You want to know what Robert California said on his voicemail to Nellie? Uh, you want to see Michael's entire Law & Order audition? You want to know how did Andy get out of that lake? <laughs> and you want to see the CCTV footage of Dwight trying to buy the wizard at the mall. Uh, very Damn good right. picks, guys. Uh, what right. was, what, what's, uh, what's left hanging here? What, what did you have as your honorable mentions? Um, I've got quite a few, but yeah. I have many. I'm going to tag this one real quick, real quick because it's a follow-up to the pewter wizard. Uh, because I, I almost took this instead, which is I want to see the screw the teapot. I want to see the picture that Aaron takes on the disposable camera right before they leave. Because <laughs> he's dressed as a distinguished gentleman, and the way Dwight turns and looks at her and yeah. flashes, and then she throws uh-huh. it away. I just like it has to be like the funniest picture. Um, <laughs> I want to see that. Uh, before we get into honorable honorable mentions, there are some things that we mentioned in last week's episode that maybe you're surprised we didn't mention today. And it's yeah. partially because we did dig into them last week, which was Michael and Holly's wedding, the original version of Michael going and pitching Scott's tots and offering to pay for everyone's tuition, Michael and Jan at Sandals, Jamaica. What does Jeff look like? These are things that we talked about in last week's episode, so we didn't feel like it was, you know, we wanted yeah. to save the picks for things, more more things we wish we could. Keeping it fresh. Seen. But uh, that's that's part mm-hmm. of the reason you didn't hear those talked about today. Um, but yeah, uh, honorable mentions. Are we ready to go? Yeah. Let's yeah. Do, do you want to do you want to go go one by one? Sure. Yeah. Um, Dwight and Michael on New Year's Eve, where Dwight started crying during Armageddon. Oh, nice. And it was actually because it started snowing right at midnight. That's Is Bruce? Great. They're gonna leave Bruce Willis on the asteroid. <laughs> <laughs> we know what happens. I just want to see it. Yep. <laughs> what is their what is their New Year's Eve party look yep. like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a lot of Michael and Dwight moments. Sean, that's I good. got a lot of those. Uh, <laughs> kind of almost similar to that, maybe is um, show me Angela at at Shroot Farms. Like mm, I know uh, she goes to the garden party and she goes to the fake wedding with Andy. The 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 fake. Well, you're right. We did get that, but I I just I think. Uh, you see her with we Aunt Shirley? Th- What's that? We see her with Aunt Shirley in season nine. Yeah, I guess you're right. Okay. So there's multiple times where she goes to shoot farms. But she specifically, there. I want to see like a date of like Dwight and Angela having a candlelit dinner being served by Moe's, a platter of bacon. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I just I we know that there are that there were nights where it was just the three of those them in that house. And I many, wanted many nights and I wanted, I wanted a, a, a taste of that. Um, 
Because we really don't ever see Angela interact with Mose beyond him putting her in the trunk of a car and her going, Mose, <laughs> like, yeah, like, but there's like, a there's there. a relationship there. Yeah, exactly. And I, I would have loved to have seen like, you know, when Dwight's in the bathroom and it's just the two of them in, mm-hmm. the, in the house, I would have loved to seen like that. Well, you know that this, this, this should have been a pick, honestly. Um, but the, Angela says this. Dwight has been practicing karate for years. When we were dating, I would help him with his strength training. He would strap me to his chest in a baby right. BR made for fat children and do lunges across the farm. Yes, it exactly. Like I was flying. That's the type of shit I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> <It's good. laughs> there we go. Alex, uh, an honorable mention. Uh, yeah, Toby's zipline accident. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a little morbid. Oh, no. <laughs> hey. Action packed. Really, it's a broader. I just, I just like to spend the day with Toby in Costa Rica before that. Mm. La pura vida. When, yeah, <laughs> when he's, when he's like, finally, his life, he's doing what he wants for the first time. I just like to see the day before that, and then maybe not the actual accident, but mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go serpentine or should I go next? Go ahead, Edwin. You go Let's next. Going. Um, okay, so in the chump. Um, Let's see. I had it brought up here. Um, they try to get Michael to Jim and Pam invite Michael over for dinner to come to our house and play with our baby. We're over to take out from Hooters and we'll play Billy Joel rock band. <laughs> and Michael declines. So yeah. I would like to have seen the night where Michael goes over and <laughs> hangs out with yeah. baby CC and plays Billy Joel yeah. rock band and hate Hooters take out with Jim and Pam. I think that would wow. have been a very fun thing to see. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I I want to see. I screw the teapot letter. Um, uh, show me. Uh, show me Ryan's cool retreat with Toby. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think yeah. that would have been great. I I, I, I think what I, I imagine screen episode choice. A full. Oh, a full that thing. is right. Yeah. yeah. What's that? I took that as I took that as uh, when we did the full. What, what was oh. a full off screen episode you'd like to see? Ah, I yes. That retreat would be great yeah definitely definitely i imagine uh like toby being the odd man out even though you know even though he comes back and says like it was this great great time i feel like toby would have been like the life of the party there like it's the (laughs) one thing where it's like like here's an episode with tony with toby as really the main character like yeah he gets to be tony (laughs) he gets to be tony yeah he's the straw that stirs the drink out there yeah he gets a big laugh with no more s'mores yeah Big old strangler hands. Oh man, maybe there's a whole part too where everyone's like, "Oh, where's Michael? Is he coming?" (laughs) And they're like, "Oh, you know, uh, Michael. Yeah, we just uh, we didn't have enough room for him." And then like they all start complaining about Michael, and Toby's just sitting there like with the biggest smile. Or Toby could have been like, "Well, Michael's not here, but I did bring his copy of his diary from the deposition." (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Toby, Toby. I'm imagining a scene where Toby shows up at the cool retreat, expecting that Michael will be there, and he oh. like he doesn't see him, and he asks Ryan, he's like, "Is Michael going to be here?" And he goes, "No, I couldn't invite Michael to this." And then there's that <laughs> moment where the camera like looks to Toby, and he like has a really small secret smile, and yeah. then he has like a talking head where he's like, "I think this is going to be a good retreat." Like his posture uh, just gets a little better. Like I saw, I saw that conversation, and then he's like, "He's not gonna be here," and it hangs on Toby's, and then just big hug to Ryan, huge <laughs> bear hug. Yeah. Uh that's good. Who's next, Alex? Alex. 
Um, yeah, I'm going to go... Screw that. Screw the teapot letter. I'd like to see Karen's dinner order from Stanford's order from consolidation night. <laughs> Let's keep it to under $20 a person this time. What did, what, what did she do to make Josh restrict the budget more and, and have to say something? I'd just like to see what she ordered. How crazy did it get? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like the way that she gets around Andy getting drunk by himself and sleeping in the office. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I imagine yeah. they just ordered a ton of booze or something, but still. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Um, what is Robert California's real name and or ice cream, favorite ice cream flavor? Oh, nice. Oh, great one. <laughs> you yeah. never I almost guess. took Bobby C's ice cream flavor. Yeah. 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 That's a good one. Uh, Jim, gonna need another marmalade. <laughs> Pistachio. Uh, I was going to say, screw the teapot letter. Um, I just want to know, did Kevin want to see the world or just go to sea world? <laughs> we'll never know we'll never know sea world oceans fish jump china the china is what (laughs) makes you at the end go still knows yeah uh i'll take uh maybe only a couple more here but yeah yeah um screw the teapot letter uh, let's go back to the mall. I'd like to see Phyllis's attempt to recruit Sue Grafton. Oh, <laughs> nice. She said no, thank you. I just... You said I couldn't take no for an answer. <laughs> yeah, Good girl. Another, 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 I need to talk to a, to a security, someone at the mall, and just get a bunch of footage, because <laughs> that didn't happen too long. Uh, kind of near the... Dwight is the distinguished gentleman. Nice. You guys ever security guard for anyone famous? Sometimes. Nelly Furtado. Not really supposed to talk about it. <laughs> Nelly Furtado. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, oh, is it, is it me again? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, well, little, have, one more each? Uh, okay. Or you got more? I don't know. I have two more. That's not a big deal. We could probably uh, Nate, do this forever. Yeah. Nate's Meyer. office training. Yeah. yeah How does Dwight train Nate to be a functional member of the office? Yeah. Yeah, I had um, Nate visiting his mom too in the hospital. Oh yeah, they're quarreling right now. Um, but yeah, just how does how does Nate become a functioning member of Dwight's staff? Yep. Like, does he talk to him the way he talks to Hank? Soon you'll be standing like Buckingham Palace. Be quiet. <laughs> like, what is the tone that yeah. Dwight and Nate have together? Does he put Nate yeah. in a series of tests that are literally life and death? Well, or like, uh, or the uh, what is it? The um, him uh, Dwight trying to train Ryan. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are all these life lessons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I assume Nate caught. might just live at True Farms at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. In a oh yeah. In his car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then last one. Sorry. There's that moment when Daryl says, "What happened to you in high school?" So yeah. I, screw the teapot letter. I would have liked to have seen what happened to Mike. What happened? To Mike? It was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. He had a perm. That's a whole movie. <laughs> yeah, that's perm. a whole. Yeah, Richard Linklater should direct a young Michael Scott movie. Oh wow, high that's school. that's good. Like er, early '80s. Yeah, love that. Man, they moved a lot of paper. Um, <laughs> show me lunch with Michael, Jim, and Oscar in the uh, uh, in nice. the uh, in the surplus episode. I had so much egg on my face. Uh, explain to me, Frankenbeans. Um, <laughs> I mean, sh- well, you know, names I, Frank and Benny. Th- this one isn't even fun because we've talked about it. So, there's so much conversation about this, but uh, but uh, who is the Scranton Strangler? Of course. Uh, and uh, show me the concept art 
that Phyllis draws for the tattoo of a baby coming out of Andy's. <laughs> oh, that's really yeah. good. Yeah. Whoa. Was that in the Discord like... channel? I feel like I read that somewhere. I was looking what? it up somewhere. Oh, maybe. I saw that mentioned somewhere else of like what what was what was the what that was could that? be. That yeah, could somewhere. be. I did. I did go digging around for for ideas for this, and so I apologize if I stole someone. I would like to have seen what the rest of Phyllis's quilt looked like. Phyllis, look at that three. There's a lot <laughs> of Phyllis ones. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. just there them on them in Africa. Like you always talk about that one time. What is the yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah. The that's the bowling. See that bowling footage. What's what's in the bathhouse building by the Baskin Robbins? Oh. <laughs> I guess we'll never know. Yeah, that's. We'll never know. I can't believe that didn't get drafted. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, last one's for me. I'd like to see some footage from the 050505 party. Great. And this is a real smutty one, but I'd like to see Jan. Screw the teapot letter. I'd like to see Jan and Michael's sex tape where they're working on his form. <laughs> oh yeah, that, yeah, that'd be interesting. <laughs> oh, I forgot about this. Both the cringy pizza. and titillating. <laughs> a combo you don't normally see. <laughs> it's a pretty common one. Yeah, I just can't really wear the schoolgirl <laughs> uniform. <laughs> or like him sleeping on the dog bed. <laughs> that little yeah. yeah. I forgot about this, but uh, the the painting that Michael has of just for himself. Oh. I also have one of them in the nude, but that's for wow. me. <laughs> I'd like to see that. I guess Frank and Beans, sorry, I did hear you say it, Edwin, uh, Frank and Benny. I guess I'm just like, I guess, I guess my thing is just, I, I just wanted to see that honeymoon or like, uh, their see, interactions. like yeah. meet those yeah. people or so, like, I just want a little more information. Mm-hmm. That's humorous. <laughs> <laughs> Very comedically humorous, Joe. <laughs> uh, any, any last? I mean, there are so many. It's too uh, many. I'm sure it. we're going we can just to do this forever. Email us. Hear a lot Give us a call. People sending them in and uh, tell us what we missed because I'm sure we missed yeah. many. All of D'Angelo's origin story, like mm-hmm. uh, him and Joe Bennett other, meeting. Other other instances of the Dundies. Mm. Other Dundies. Yeah. Like, other yeah. yeah. The highlight tape that Pam was supposed to make. All the best moments. <sighs> all right. Well, that look, we could go on and on, but uh, but we shan't. Uh, we shorn't. Um, sure? We're going to head to the conference room and wrap this thing up with a little ordinary things. Okay, everybody, listen up. If you are not in that conference room in two minutes, I am going to kill you. This week in the conference room, we are doing a sort of mini micro ordinary things segment. This is something that happened to me today, and I had to share it with these guys. <laughs> um, but in my workplace, I volunteered for office safety training or office uh, fire oh, safety wow. training. So, oh, wow. Uh, a group of employees had someone from um, the fire department come out and show us how to use fire extinguishers and tell us what to do in the case of emergency. So oh. I felt like I got to reenact a lot of fire office moments. They were just running through my head on a loop. And I really got to like the moment where Dwight sprays out the 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 bird funeral. Like that was one that I, I felt like I got to try out because I got to spray out a fire with a fire extinguisher. Ooh, whoa, cool. It was amazing. And in my head, a lot of times when like they would hand off like someone would do it. He had this machine where it was like a, a bucket attached to like this sort of propane tank or, or this sort of thing with different attachments. We could create a fire mm-hmm. and then like you'd extinguish it and then you'd hand off the fire extinguisher to the next person and they would try it as well, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was an cool. outdoor open space, like so it was a very controlled environment. But like every time we tried out the fire extinguisher, I would think to myself, giddy up, let's do this. <laughs> but then uh but yeah i just the i, I gotta, gonna I, love this <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta feel like dwight um nice. spraying out the fire and thinking of all the different office fire moments 
Um, maybe I can be fire extinguisher guy. <laughs> so that's 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 all I that's, really wanted to I, tell you, but I had to tell somebody. I love know? it. That's yeah. I I love picturing. <laughs> That would have been, you know, it's too bad they didn't do that in the office. I I feel like if Dwight had just thought, you know, a little bit more about what would make people care about fire safety, he'd be like, I know, I'm going to let everyone get a chance to use the fire extinguisher. Mm-hmm. And I feel it's like fun. I feel like everybody mm-hmm. would have been super pumped about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now, like, well, yeah, yeah Dwight, so you're awesome. qualified now to run a uh, run a test drill like Dwight on your on your office mates. You mm-hmm. Definitely, 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 instantly qualified. That's what the guy said. No, <laughs> this guy, it all. This guy's qualified. But you know, it's funny. we could use it's a like... guy like you down at the firehouse. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny though because like you do get like a lot. You do just feel a little more confident using a fire extinguisher, which is nice. You know? Yeah, because otherwise you don't get to practice. Right, you don't it. get to practice it. It's not like a thing that you do, and then I assume but... it's not. I, I could figure it out, but I'd like to know yeah. what it feels like. Having sat through several film safety meetings and trainings, they never want to die. <laughs> <laughs> they've never offered to let people use the fire extinguisher, and I just think that would be the best day ever. It's your Baylor. Yeah. Yeah. Fire extinguisher. I hardly know her. <laughs> I never said I could use the fire extinguisher. <laughs> it fit. It works. It works. <laughs> uh, well, there you have it. That's uh, that's our uh, that concludes our uh, screw the teapot draft. It was long awaited. I hope I hope you all were left smiling and satisfied. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I know we some of you weren't. At the end of every episode. Damn it. Uh, but in case you weren't, uh, you should uh, leave us a voicemail at 503-694-9314. We love to play the voicemails on the show. You can also email us at mspodcastcompany at gmail.com. If you want to send us a costume contest uh, email, just put that in the subject line so we can find it quickly. Uh, we're on Facebook and Instagram, and we're on Patreon.com slash Michael Scott. That is an amusing link. I'd like it sent to me, please. <laughs> uh, for five bucks a month, you can become a Scott's Tot, which is uh, one a, a, a supporter of the show, uh, and you'll get access to main feed ad-free episodes, mailbag episodes, uh, some bonus uh, TV show uh, podcasts that we've done, uh, like uh, Party Down and White Lotus and the Bear, uh, Ted Lasso, the Bear, Ted Lasso. Uh, more of those probably to come or something like it. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Um, Ryan will eat garbage for your entertainment. <laughs> Sean's Sean's wife, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, it's her, it's her least that. favorite part of the month. <laughs> uh, and a portion of those funds go to the Thurgood Marshall College Fund. Very special thanks to our Scott's Tots for supporting the show. We love you all very much. Very special thanks to Kayla and Brianna, who run Mm. our Discord, uh, and to Ryan Lloyd, who designs our artwork. This episode was recorded on location in Portland, Oregon, USA, and Zurich, Switzerland. Thank you for listening. Thanks for hanging out, uh, for interacting with us, for for supporting us um, over all this time we do in the show. It's amazing that we get to keep doing it. If you like the show, please uh, throw us a rating and a review. Helps us, helps people find the show. Please join our Discord. We would love to interact with you more on the Discord. You can get a, you don't need to be a member of Scott's Toss to join the Discord. And you can find an invite link in our Instagram bio and also in the show notes. Um, but if you are a Scott's Tot, you do get a Scott's Tot 
exclusive channel within our discord um so please join us there but most importantly just thank you for listening the the, the fact that people listen to our show uh is what allows us to keep going gives us the energy to keep going um after all this time and we love doing it so so thank you for everything um you are the wind beneath our wings wow. <laughs> yeah beautiful wow. you are the wind beneath sean's dings it's something I said another time when on the show. I don't remember <laughs> the context, but there you go. Thanks for listening. Take care. Stay safe. We'll see you next week. Pippity poppy, give me this up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. sir. Oh, who I want to take me home. I know who I want to take me home. Take me home. Oh. You know what? Fine. I try to start fun traditions for you guys, but if you don't want to sing, no traditions. Closing time Every new beginning Comes from some other Beginnings end Good night Seeking the truth never gets old Introducing June's Journey The free-to-play mobile game That will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.